Hi, I'm Maria Nagaga, and welcome to Code Conversations. I'm here with Emo. Hey, guys. My name is Will Narbrov. I'm a program manager on the .NET team. And you're also the proud PM for .NET Standard, right? Yes, very proud. <laughs> uh, we'll ship the baby pretty quickly. So. Yeah, and that's coming up soon. .NET yeah, Standard yeah, is on yeah. its way, right? .NET Standard 2? We already have nightlies you can consume today if you want to. You just don't get the Visual Studio tooling that I'm showing you today. You only get the command line experience. But you can try today. OK. So I'll give that a try after learning this with you. Yeah. So what is new with .NET Standard 2, and what can people expect? Yeah, so .NET Standard itself is actually not that new. Right? Yeah. I mean, I was joking when I said we just shipped the baby quickly. <laughs> I mean, we have shipped it pretty much at the first time we shipped .NET Core. Yeah. The big difference between the 1x version of .NET Standard and the 2.0 version of .NET Standard is that 2.0 is much bigger. So we almost added 100, sorry, uh, from, we went from 13,000 APIs to 32,000 APIs. That's huge. Yeah, we more than doubled the number of APIs you have. Now, of course, we didn't write a ton of APIs from scratch in that time yeah. frame. But basically, what we have done is we have looked uh, and we have talked to people what the biggest pain point of .NET Standard. And the biggest pain point is, it's just not big enough, right? You have existing code that is written you know, over the last 15 years of .NET. Exactly. And you expect a bunch of stuff to just be there, whether it's serialization, some of the reflection APIs. And as you're migrating code to .NET Core, people said, you know, there's like this death by a thousand paper cuts problem where <laughs> you have some of the concepts, but not all of them. So it's a real pain point for me to migrate code. So the first thing is we had a ton of APIs back. The second thing people run immediately uh, into it afterwards is even if they're cleaning up their own stuff yeah. and, and just use the stuff that we have in .NET Standard, usually what happens is they go to NuGet or go to their existing uh, you know, ap applications, and they bring in the binders they're using today from you know, component vendors, yeah. from third parties, you know, James, James Newton King's JSON, that is a good example. And they just want to reference those things and have that work. Now, the problem there is that only works when they also target .NET Standard. If they're yeah. just targeting .NET Framework, then that doesn't work. And the reality is, if you go on NuGet right now, about 45,000 NuGet packages are targeting framework, about 1,800 target .NET uh, standard. So most of it is? And a couple thousand PCL. So that means, yeah, well, the majority of stuff you could use is just not targeting .NET standard. So you want to make it so that people can bring back the APIs that they use yep. without having to alter anything. Exactly. So okay. it, like, the expectation is, if you think of .NET framework, there's the UI stacks, right? Yep. Informs WPF. And then there's what most people think of the BCL, which is this nebulous thing of like, you know, file IO, collections, yeah. networking. And everything in that realm seems very independent of the app I'm writing. Right? Okay. So we basically, our goal was everything in, in that bucket should just be there. So that when you just copy and paste code over, you reference, you know, general purpose libraries. That's the stuff they're using. So that's the stuff that really needs to be there. Okay. So you're going to show us how people can take yep. advantage of that? So let's just switch to your computer. All right, so I have, right now you can see this in the title right here. This is an internal build of Visual Studio, so it's not released yet. Okay. So if things crash, uh, you know why. We'll forgive you. Uh, so I, let's, let's just uh, create a new .NET Core app of this thing here. And you can see I'm experienced because I'm a console app 19. So and that's probably from times. today. That's just today, <laughs> yes. I'm doing this a, a, quite a bit. So let's do the following. So first of all, let me actually just open the project file. You see what we are targeting here. So this is just a normal .NET Core app. The only thing that's different here now, we default to 2.0 okay. because we have more stuff in 2.0. And now when I just go here and say uh, manage NuGet packages, I want to add an existing NuGet package that I know. Uh, and in my case, that's Power Collections. And uh, let me just install that guy. And if what what is this targeting? Yeah, so that's the thing. The, so first of all, the demo already ended to, 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 to some extent <laughs> yeah. because you can see here, there's a little green checkbox here, so it succeeded. That wouldn't work today. And the reason it wouldn't work today is because this NuGet package targets, I believe, .NET Framework 2.0. Oh, 
Oh, wow. And then you just got it. it it's successful. I it, can see it right exactly. there. Exactly. It just worked out. Um, so you can see the package references here. And so interesting thing here is this is a .NET framework binary that was written literally in 2005, I believe, and last updated in 2007 or something. Wow. So this thing is much older than .NET standard or .NET core or portable class libraries. So this thing was literally just built for full framework. And, uh, but it's, it's a collection library, right? Yeah. Like, like there's no reason why it shouldn't work. So let's find out. Um, so we let it install. That's step number one. Now let me actually write a little helper class here. Let me make it public, because I learned from my last demo. <laughs> um, and it helps when I put the class keyword in front of it. So let me actually just drop in some, uh, some code here. So this is actually the, the stuff that goes here that's using my class. And this is uh, my little helper method. So one of the collection types that Power Collections has is called a bag. Okay. It's basically like list of T, except that you say you don't care how it's ordered, so we can do some smarter things in the implementation. And um, let's run this guy. And you can see here the output is 132, because you said you don't care about order. Yeah. But it does print the numbers. So what is impressive right now is that this is a .NET Core console app. This is not a .NET Framework console app. So this runs on the, on, the, on, the, on the new stack. I could take this project as I have it right now, throw it over the fence on a Linux box or on a Mac OS box, and have that run there as well. So this is literally, you just take a binary that was written you know, more than 12 years ago, and you can just run it on, uh, on, on a Linux box, and it will probably just work fine. So people can take advantage of their favorite things. Exactly. So all your favorite libraries that, 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 that are out there, uh, we try really hard to make them work. Of course, there's, you know, there's no wizardry involved here. So all we do is we just make sure we have the APIs. Clearly, when you, you know, call our path APIs, for example, and you're on Unix and you pass in you know, backslashes everywhere, yeah. that's not going to end very well. Right? <laughs> so the libraries may still be written with a Windows uh, mindset. So they may not actually work at runtime. But at least we removed all the, you know, the previous gotchas around, oh, it could have worked, but we, we basically block it actively. Right? Now we're saying, let it bind, and then you, you test your app, and if your app works, great, right? Keep, keep, keep actually running it. So pe can people start taking advantage of that today? Uh, in the way that, you know, once they have their bits and latest version of Visual Studio. You can actually dog food our latest nightly sort of .NET Core okay. tool and .NET Center tool. It's command line only, but uh, there's, a, there's a document on GitHub, and there's a video uh, where, where I explain how to do this. Basically, what you do, you just download our latest uh, uh, .NET Core SDK, and you can play with this on the command line. Like the version of yes that I have right now that is aware of all of them, yeah. that will ship later this year. Okay, so, so you can't quite do it in, in, in Visual Studio yet. Okay, pretty cool. But maybe by the time you're watching this video, because everything is recorded in advance, yes. it's like a cooking show. Maybe you could be doing it yes. by that time. So, so you know, this has been amazing. And in our next video, we'll talk a little bit more about the .NET standard. Awesome. Thank okay, you. thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye.